episode of How's Things, a podcast and radio show from the David A. Howe Public Library right here in Wellsville, New York. I'm Nick Gunning, and once again, I'm joined by Malik Acosta. Malik, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Still in the midst of Poetry Month here, and we've talked about the fact that Malik writes poetry, I think, on every poetry episode we've <laughs> ever done, uh, but we've never actually had, uh, had you do a reading of it. So right. today we're going to rectify that, and we're going to hear some of Malik's original poetry. So before we get into that, uh, I want to, uh, well, first of all, we got to play the author spotlight music. (laughs) Author spotlight. Here we go. So now, now do you, now are you in it? You in the vibe? Oh yeah. Good, good, good. (laughs) Free game. Tell me, Malik, how long have you been into poetry? Like, when and when did that start? How did that start? Okay, so um, when I was in seventh grade, uh, I had an English teacher. Okay. And one day we came into class, and the English teacher was like, so today we're going to write poems. Okay. We wasn't really sure what it was, but he explained it to us to a certain extent. And he said, so everybody just write a poem. So we all wrote our poems. Uh, Maybe a week or two later, the English teacher came to me, and he said, um, some people read your poem and they really liked it and hmm. they wanted to invite you to this banquet. Oh. Um, at the time, it, they, I think it was called the Dead Poet Society. Okay. It was sure. a, a sort of organization that uh-huh. focused on poetry. Okay. And from that point on, I started really liking poetry. Yeah. So what about it? I mean, why? I guess it seems unusual to, to yeah. you know, for a seventh grade guy <laughs> to be like, yes, poetry. Yeah, not right? unheard of, but I, it's I not know. it's not a common story. So what do you think about it appealed to you? Uh, it's funny, too, because at, at that time, I wasn't into music yet. Okay. Uh, I was, you know, I was kind of into like Michael Jackson, a little like rock and, and sure. pop. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Are we, you grew up in Philadelphia, right? Is that where yeah, we're at? Okay. Yeah. At this, we, so. at this point, I was in Buffalo, though. Buffalo. Uh, yeah, okay, I, came, okay. I came to Buffalo uh, probably around 11. Oh, okay. Old. Okay. Yeah. So I was in Buffalo. Okay. Um, like I said, I wasn't really into music. So that's why, you know, the, the attraction to poetry was, was um, a little different for me. Uh, but I think the main thing I liked about it was at that time when the teacher told me to write that poetry and I wrote it. I guess I just felt something inside that yeah. really liberated me. Huh. And the writing, it, it just spoke to me to be able to write my feelings out on paper. Yeah. It, it really spoke to me, and, and I just fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And, and you've just kept up with it ever since? Like yeah, you know, ever since. It, it's, and then after, after that, I kind of started uh, freestyling. Okay. Um, more like spoken word, but just off the, off the top of the head. Sure. And like I said, this is before I even got into... And um, rap music and all yeah. that. So yeah, I was I was already you know my family used to ask me you know we would be just all sitting there and they would just say hey why don't you just say a poem right now oh wow and I you know I kind of started off like that and people just really like gravitated mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. My grandma made me sing Elvis songs all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> is that relevant? Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. I mean, at, at least you you knew the words. That's, you didn't I have did. to just no, make up. Right. Something. I did. Yeah, so that's easier. That was easier for me. Yeah. Do you remember the teacher's name? 
Ah, man. Mr. Moore. Mr. His Moore. was Mr. Moore. Shout out to Mr. Moore. Shout out to Mr. Moore. He was my favorite teacher. English, yeah. I, I feel like after that, even before that, English was always something I, oh, yeah. I really liked. Yep. It didn't seem as hard to me. Just, um, I think I like words. Mm. I like words. You know? it, it was English and history for me. Like, those were my two uh-huh. in high school and everything. And yeah. then I minored in, in history in college. But. <laughs> So now is it like a, a concerted effort? Like you sit down and you're going to write a poem or do, is it still just sort of a, a freestyle the thing that you go back and sort of capture on paper? Um, so, you know, it's, it's different forms of poetry. Yeah. Um, it, there's kind of like music. Yeah. And then there's poet form, you okay. know, just, just actually writing yeah. a, po- a poem. So when I'm doing music, um, I have to, a lot of the times, I have to consciously sit down. Okay think of a subject and and try to make it rhyme with the beat and yeah, yeah. And, and you know make it go with the poetry more i kind of go off of a whim off of a feeling okay. um and when i'm feeling something you know it's on my mind yeah. and i'll, I'll yeah, just yeah. kind of write it down okay yeah how often do you find yourself doing that do you have regular times where you're like i'm gonna sit down and write or is it just kind of when it strikes you at this point for the last couple of years it's, it's just been when it strikes me but okay. it's been striking me a lot more mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. than it was okay you know all right how many would you say you have like do you have notebooks and notebooks full of poems or what's your oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah, do you yeah i have uh probably about uh i have enough for a poetry book okay i could i could definitely uh have a poetry book now. yeah i got Maybe about four of the black and white books okay. um, filled with yeah. just poetry. Yeah. Yeah. And now I know, I know you've won some awards for your poetry, haven't you? Yes, yes. Um, back when I was in school, I won um, a couple awards. And then in high school, I won a couple awards mm-hmm. also. Yeah. All right. So you've got three for us today. Right? I do. So, how, I so do. how did you settle on these? How did you select these ones? Are they your favorite? Um, or just the ones you thought would work best for the library? Yeah. Th- these three I picked um, was, was more of... Um, the ones that I thought would work a little better for for the occasion. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh, what's the first one called? Uh, so the first one is called There and Back. Okay. Okay, people. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous, so uh, <laughs> please bear with me. I won't look at you. I'll, <laughs> please bear with I'll me. I'll turn away. <laughs> but I will do my best. Okay. Okay. So this is called There and Back. I've been here before. I can smell the scent. I've been here before, I came, then I went. To find my shadow was my mission. I looked and he was behind me. I looked and he was in front of me. So elusive, yes, my ideas so conclusive when it comes to finding that shadow. Maybe it's an illusion, no it can't be. No jumping to conclusions. Is this confusion or is it actually moving? I hear something familiar. Then it gets quiet. Listen, I look, I breathe that smell, my needs. I see it. Is that me? It can't be. I'm not tall. I'm short. I'm not skinny. I'm fat. My head is round, not square. If I'm not here, I'm there. Okay, let's do an experiment. Move slow, go up and down, dance round and round. See, I know that's not me. Fold your arms. One leg up, arms spread, out, face, smile, pout. Go on, touch him. Taste him, face him. Now race him. 
Should I expect the fact that he is not here? But how, when I'm there? I cry, he doesn't. I smell, he doesn't. I taste, he doesn't. I hear, he doesn't. I was, he wasn't. I don't even see him anymore. With the right light, he appears, but do I care? Following me, watching me, being me. If I was blind, would he exist? That would be some twist searching through this mist. Someone told me how he looked. I said, that's not me, even though it would be. Everywhere I go, he is there, even when I can't see him stalking me. Is it he? I've been here before. I could smell the scent. Back and forth, I came and I went, all to find a shadow I thought had left. But when I looked to my right, it was his left. Thanks for sharing. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, what, what inspired this one when you wrote it? This uh, poem is more about finding yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is about, you know, the, the journey of life and finding who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we all know that's, that's a journey that we all face. Oh, yeah. Um, is a journey that we face. It, it, you never get to an ending point. You yeah. know, you're always kind of reinventing yourself as you grow yeah. and you learn. So it always feels like when you think you know yourself, then you start finding out new things about yourself. Yeah. So it, it just feels like you're always chasing, mm-hmm. you know, this idea of who am I? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, you're right. That's something that everybody goes through and it's, right. it's something that's really relatable. And I think your words really capture that feeling well. So again, I, I appreciate you sharing with oh, us. Oh, thank you. Let's hear number two. All right. So this one is called Tears. Tears through the years to be down with my peers, lashing at the darkness because of fear. In my sleep, I saw devils lounging with spears. I compared my heart to theirs when double dared, prepared for mortal combat and bloodshed. Didn't peep the infrared beams on my head. Knowledge and wisdom, so understand what's said. Humility, it be the top reason that they fled. Riot pump is the weapon I thee wed. 38, it be the weapon hidden under a bed. I don't need a shrink. Poetry love is my weapon I thee wed. Explore the world like those guys Bill and Ted. Stay organized and persistent like the Fed. Stay full of heart like a pencil's full of lead. So check these rhymes while your mind's being fed. That one feels pretty personal. <laughs> yeah. How does, it, how does it change your perspective to, to read it aloud? I mean, is it a different experience for you to hear yourself say it versus writing it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's so therapeutic for me because sometimes if I'm feeling a certain way, yeah. I'll go back. That's why I really like writing. Mm-hmm. I'll go back and read. Uh, some of my poetry or some of my journaling just to see where I was Mm -hmm. and and what was on my mind. And and it always encourages me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 
I don't I don't write poetry certainly, but I do have a a journal that I keep sporadically. I I was very diligent about it for years, and then in the pandemic, I was just like I can't I don't I just don't <laughs> want to write about anything right now, so I kind of right. stopped. But one thing that it always did do for me was you know if I had something that was really weighing on me heavily or something, and I'd kind of write it out, and then to look at that, I'd sort of be like, well. That doesn't seem as bad as it felt like in my head, you right. know, like when, when you see it written down, it's sort of like, well, that, that somehow feels more manageable. So there is something to that, that like, you've got something in your head and I think putting it on paper is a way to, you know, for better or worse to get it out. And usually it's better, you know, oh, to, yeah. to just have it down and to have it, it, I think it's a way to give yourself a distance and a different perspective on your own thoughts, I would think. Right. Are you, is that how you I, find? That's the best. You explained that the best way mm. because it's more of trying to, you know, understand yourself. But it's hard to understand yourself when you are you. Yeah. So it's something about coming outside of yourself. Yeah. And then looking at yourself. Yeah. It's almost like a reflection, but a mental reflection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also you can track your growth or you can track maybe if you're not growing mm -hmm. is, is a good way to to really understand yourself. Yeah. And stay in touch with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, people lose touch with themselves, and that's a dangerous thing. Yeah, definitely. You've got one more for us. One more. I got it. Let's do it. OK. So this one, it is called One Day at a Time. Okay, the gentle sound of the birds woke me up. I opened my eyes. I was born today. Everything else has passed away. My soul burning from new experiences, my heart forgetting all of its pain. The gentle sound of the birds singing helped me open my eyes. Thoughts of days rough as tree bark, but hope of days that flow like a river. I looked up at the blue sky, felt the warmth, breeze smelled the flowers as I walked through the wooded trail to eternity to meet the artists the power of tin you know I think that there's an eloquence in a, in a relatability in all three of these that I feel like makes it so that even people with different perspectives would hear this and interpret it to a way that would fit them and I feel right. like that's that's a thing in not just poetry but in all writing that's a thing that that I think, you know, an author would hope that they could accomplish right. to get that. So I, I think all three of these were really effective. And oh, and I do appreciate you sharing because I know it's <laughs> uncomfortable is, probably yeah. to, you know, to, to sit here and, <laughs> and read things that, that you wrote. But I, this I do appreciate This is the first time it. that I've, I've done it um, probably on this scale. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, I want to thank you for even allowing me the opportunity Absolutely, to do that. Yeah. And, you know... I really write from my heart mm -hmm. um, and I know that, you know, people will definitely get, you know, some kind of closure within themselves. Mm -hmm. um, that's, so that's, that's kind of what I write for, mm -hmm. you know, so just knowing that, that they're out into the universe is, is a blessing. Before we wrap here, what would you say to somebody who's always kind of kicked around the idea of, of wanting to write? Maybe it's poetry, maybe it's something else, but just, you know, they've never been able to get to that point where they actually put pen to paper. Like, wh what do you think, how do you do that? I mean, how do you get over that, that hurdle of just, like, doing it? You know, I, I think the biggest hurdle is uh, judgment. Oh. You, when, when you write in, you, you, 
it's constantly in your subconscious what are people going to think about okay. this or what are what is what is going to be the response yeah um i think the best thing to do is to be a hundred percent honest with yourself and just write don't don't think about any structure or mm-hmm. any rules mm-hmm. and just write yeah and i think we all can do that yeah you know, even if it doesn't make sense to you at that time, mm-hmm. you could go back and read it a couple weeks later. And trust me, it'll make sense to hmm. you. You, ju- you just have to just write and, and, and do it from a place of not worrying about what anybody else is going to think. OK. Yeah. All right. Good advice. Yeah. All right. Again, April's Poetry Month. We have a nice display of uh, various poetry throughout the ages that Malik put together. Yeah. Uh, so you can stop in and check those out. And of course, uh, we ha- actually have a pretty extensive poetry collection, uh, both old and new. So some right up here on the main floor and lots more in the stacks that we'd be happy to get for you. So anything you're looking for, stop in and find us. Remember, Dr. Phil Richards is going to be here for his presentation on Phyllis Wheatley on Thursday April 22nd at 7 o'clock. So we hope we'll see you for that as well. Malik, thanks again. You're welcome. All right. Pleasure. We'll see you next time, everybody.